Hey, this is Mike Headley on the Headley Group Real Estate Show. The first thing I want to say, uh, you all, that I really do appreciate um, the subscribers we have since we relaunched and and restarted everything. Um, please continue to follow us on social media platforms and like and subscribe on our YouTube pages. It really, really helps us. And if you don't mind sharing, that could be great as well. But this week we have uh, Sawan Belcher, who is an investor. I mean, he's really killing the game. Been in the start of business three years has over 22 rental properties and done a host of wholesale deals. I think you can gain a lot of great insight and knowledge. Tune in. Thank you. Let's go. Oh, that's right. Find out everything you want to know at the Headley Group Real Estate Show. Tune in, tune in for all the hotness. When it comes to real estate, we cover all topics. First time homebuyers selling your property. Want to build an empire? Real life monopoly. We talk duplexes, triplexes, multifamily units, and commercial investments. We got you. The heavy group got you. You can own whatever you want. Who going to stop you? We got you. The heavy group got you. Here's your host, Mike Edley. How we all doing? This is Mike Hitley on the Heavy Group Real Estate Show, and we are back live with. Um, before I announce it, brother, he he has a lot, a lot of great accolades here in the uh, the local market and uh, additional areas as well. Uh, he's a, I'm gonna say big time. We're gonna take him to big time. Stop. Big time investor. <laughs> uh, uh, he has training. Uh, he does everything that you pretty much can you need for us with investments. And actually he just started within the what, last two, three years, brother. Uh, yeah, for sure. I really went full time about three years ago. Okay. So, so, so with that being said, now he's an alumni of the show uh, and we want to give it up to the investor, the King. We're going to give it up to Mr. Belcher. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, brother. Doing good. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show again. It's all. Uh, it's always nice to connect with the locals versus, uh, you know, everybody else outside of the market. So I appreciate it. That's right. That's right. So before we dive into it, man, and all, all the great things that you are doing, uh, uh, because again, you know, we we follow each other on social media and we see that you're training. We uh, we see you out in the field. Actually, you're not just talking. You're actually showing people what needs to be done. And yeah. you're just not a trainer, but you're actually in the mix and you're profiting as well. You're doing well. Correct. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I honestly think that's in, I think that's important to uh, not just like teach people how to do it or not just know how to do it and keep it all to yourself. You kind of need a, a mix of the two. Um, you know, you need you need somebody to look up to and you need somebody to be teaching to too. As okay. Well, so. so before we really, because again, we got a lot of things to unpack here. Let us know if you don't mind the age you started. How long you been in the business and how many properties have you acquired and then we can take it from there okay that's for sure um so full-time uh full-time three years okay um now um i bought my first property uh you know when i was at the dealership selling cars so i was uh uh 25 at the time or just turned 25 mm -hmm. um so i'm i'm 30 now so uh so five years 30 really, club you know yeah <laughs> hey, hey yo hey it feels good too it feels good mm -hmm. um, um but um it's been a it's been a it's been a crazy road so as far as um buying and selling um i've i've bought and sold a lot of properties uh when it comes to uh assignments um it's i don't know the exact number but it's at least 
it's more than 150. I know, I know it's more than 150. Um, when it comes to uh, like rehabs, like uh, when you buy the house um, and you actually fix it up and you turn around and sell it on the market, um, you know, that's closer to like the 15 mark. Um, and then when it comes to rentals, what I hold and what I take, what I have, what I'm on title to right now, I have um, 22 rentals that are rented out. Uh, then I have uh, uh, two that are vacant. So I have 24 um, rentals and I have three, uh, three rehabs that are on the MLS right now. So check those out. Um, <laughs> and then I have uh, six acres of land that I own that is on the market right now for sale too. So um, yeah, so that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of my, uh, that's kind of my portfolio and that's kind of some deals that I've done. Well, well, brother, you know, we got to unpack a lot of good stuff here. I mean, you, yeah. <laughs> you said, you said, let's talk about the assignments piece, a hundred to 150 yeah. deals. Yeah. And I don't want to talk for you, but did that, was that your strategy getting into the business? The first the assignments, was that the first part and then the others uh, led later? No, actually, my first, my first uh, getting into the business, I just wanted to be a homeowner. Okay, mm-hmm. um, okay, that, I just wanted to be a homeowner, and then okay. that happened by accident when uh, when my wife didn't want to move into the house that I purchased. So, okay, you know, um, so uh, Miss Jackie helped me out and get a, I got a tenant in that particular property, and I realized monthly income checks. So then, when I realized I could get monthly income checks. I said, well, okay, um, I'm still still need to be a, a actual homeowner and live in it. So we door knocked and pick up picked up our next house, which we got, uh, you know, bank financing through uh, as well. So, um, you know, uh, and then my next one, I said, hey, I want another, I want more of these small income checks. Um, the next one I got under contract, but I couldn't close on it, so I was concerned about that because I couldn't get any more bank financing. Okay. Um, as far as DTI, you know. Um, you know, income and all, and all those things as far as approval goes. But a guy at my church, Mr. Cox, he said, did you know you could sell paper? You know, and so, of course, you know, that that opens up a whole nother world when you realize you can buy houses um, without necessarily having the money. Um, but somebody you could literally buy it and sell it at the same exact time in the in the form of assigning your rights to the contract and take it home a fee. Once that buyer closes on the property, you get a you literally get a check, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. So um, for so that once I found that out, that became my main strategy. Okay, because mm-hmm. you know that's you need in in business you need big checks to come in, right? right. That supplies your bills, mm-hmm. uh, pays for marketing, mm-hmm. um, you know, gives you the life that you want to live, um, and then of course my original, you know, uh, my original goal is to be a homeowner and then have passive income checks, then you use those checks, those big checks that you have coming in to buy some of those assets. Mm. So that way you can now have consistent flow rather than work, 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 and always looking for the next deal. So, correct. so, uh, so yeah, so that's, so wholesaling is definitely assignments. Uh, it's definitely the main strategy that keeps the business running, but rentals is what supports the company and keeps mm. the company you know, alive, you know, it keeps it fresh, you know, uh, and, and it keeps your tax liability down too. So Correct. Can exactly. operate. <laughs> Walk us through, you know, you talked about wholesaling and again, a lot of, uh, for the viewers who don't know out there, what exactly is wholesaling and walk us through that first wholesaling deal. And was you nervous? Yeah. Was you excited? Walk us through that. Okay. Um, uh, um, wholesaling is cool. Okay. I, I personally like it now. Now it, I will say it takes a, it takes shark skin. You know what I'm saying? Shark skin mm-hmm. is not necessarily rough, um, but it is thick. So you can try to cut it, but 
it's just going to leave a deep piercing. So it just causes a little pain. And so as long as you don't bleed, you're good. You know, mm -hmm. and that's how I see wholesaling. Um, why do you and, say that? Why do you yeah, say yeah. that? Why well, because you because you have to you have to make so many off. So number one, wholesaling, you're looking for a discounted property. Correct. So if the property is in distress, great. Okay. If the um, um, uh, the seller is in financial distress, great. See, but that's the first thing. That's the first thing that you're looking for. Most people that want to sell, they want to get the most possible. That's just economics. You know, the one thing that I learned from A&T is everybody wants the best for themselves. So since I own a property, I, I, I should want the most possible for the property that I own. So that's 95% of the market. So we're looking for 5%, you know? So that means that you're gonna make a hundred phone calls and only five people are gonna be interested. And then if you make a hundred phone calls, literally those five people that you're interested, you know, that should be interested, only one of them is gonna answer the phone. So that means I gotta make at least 300 phone calls today in order to at least talk, <laughs> talk to three people. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? And I haven't even made them an offer yet. So it takes so much work that you really have to, you have to have a mindset that says, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, uh, it's not over until I win. So that's why I say is you gotta have shark skin. So um, but I'm sorry, go ahead, yeah. go ahead, I'm sorry. It's okay, it's okay. But my first deal was literally in my neighborhood, okay? Um, that second house that I picked up, that I door knocked, um, you know, I bought that house and down the street, it's an older neighborhood right off of Young's Mill. And, um, you know, right down the street, I noticed that a guy only came over to cut grass and I, uh, and I just started communicating with him letting them know, hey, whenever you're ready to sell, let me know. Whenever you're ready to sell, let me know. I'm looking for a rental property. And um, and honestly, after about a year of asking him, <laughs> you know, he finally said, I was looking for your phone number the other day. Let's talk. And um, um, and um, and yeah, so we started talking about the property. He showed me in the inside. It was a hoarder house. He uh, owned it because he inherited it from his mom. Mm. Um, him and his brother were the heirs. His brother okay. lived in Charlotte and was homeless. Um, he lived here um, in, a, in, a, in a trailer, um, and, but he's the one that took care of the property. Mm. And, um, and the reason why they hadn't sold yet was because they wanted 45 grand for the property. Um, ARV after repair value um, is honestly somewhere, you know, around like one, you know, like 120 wow. at the time, mm -hmm. you know, um, but it's a weird setup. They had chopped the top. You know, so it was a one-one, and they chopped the top, meaning they made that addict a bedroom. Mm. You know, so he was calling it a two-one, but it was really a one-one. You know, and so that made that after repair value hard to hit for a lot of buyers. You know, um, you know. Let me actually say, how did you determine that it was a one-one? What kind of documentation research did you do? Um, well, it. So I determined it was a one-one just because he said, hey, this used to be an addict, okay? okay. Um, so the, the height space for the ceiling, mm -hmm. it was less than seven feet. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And uh, for a realtor like yourself, a lot of the times we're not going to classify that as, you know, as a bedroom. And then also Correct. it didn't have any heating or air up there. Mm -hmm. um, so once again, not really a bedroom. And it also didn't really have a, a closet either. Mm -hmm. but it did have a window so mm. not really a bedroom but in his mind he had built up that that's what it was worth correct correct hey guys thank you for watching our show we're going to interrupt you real quickly we are in the business of referrals if you know someone looking to buy or sell residential or commercial here in the north carolina area refer us we really appreciate that correct
Correct. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, um, but anyway, um, I, I saw the value. I saw the value in it because it was in my neighborhood. So I figured if I could own my block, you know, I figured if I could own my That's block, right. it was worth maybe doing the 45 that uh, that he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, you know. And so, you know, I, I took my I took my chances out on it and I got it on the contract, gave him 500 bucks uh, as a earnest money deposit. OK. And um, and I went to go, you know, like I said, try to get financing. OK. Yeah. Uh, a week into trying to get financing for it. Like I said, I couldn't I wasn't able to get it. Mm -hmm. I went to church. I told my, you know, uh, Mr. Cox, he, he works for the housing authority. So he's you know, he was you know somewhat familiar with real estate. And he said, well, y'all just sell the paper. You know, sounds like you might got a good deal. So just sell the paper. And um, so he explained the concept of going down to the RIA, talking to other investors, saying and letting them know about the deal and showing them the property to see how much they would pay for it. And if they would, I could literally just create another purchase agreement. He didn't know about assignments. He was talking about double closing. He said, I literally can just close on escrow two first in the morning. So that means the money would be there with the attorney. Right. And then close on escrow one later and then boom that money would just flow over into escrow one and i would have right. a, a spread check so um honestly it was a really hard deal nobody wanted it at uh at uh at the number that i had it at uh, but by the skin of my teeth i found um i found a hispanic guy um excuse me a hispanic lady um that said hey i got a couple buyers um you know but you know i need a two grand fee if i sell it so i made a thousand bucks on that deal Okay. Yeah, she sold it for me. She bought the buyer, mm -hmm. um, you know, and it turned out to be Adam Spear. And and that was led by God. OK, I'm getting this is I'm sorry. This is long. I know. I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. No, yeah. actually, because what you're doing is you're taking this. I think stories are so, so magnet that you're taking us down that journey. So I'm actually visualizing the steps you took versus you yeah. just talking so that I, I get that. Um, it was it, all of this was a, all of this was good because number one it taught me that I didn't have to find the I didn't have to know the the buyers okay all I had to do was just find people that hung around buyers that mm -hmm. hung around people with money you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. I didn't have to necessarily have that relationship somebody else could do that work for me mm -hmm. and I could still get paid so that was a big lesson too okay um, meeting Adam Spear I was still at the dealership okay so he bought me the earnest money check at the dealership this this is what got me. Um, this is what got me. So he bought me the earnest money check and he says, yo, so what are you doing here? Are you getting your car serviced? And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm not getting my car serviced. This is where I work at. He says, bro, you know, you don't have to work here. And I'm like, what do you, I was like, bro, this, this is where I work. I've been, I've been selling cars for four or five years. I like, I like doing this. Okay. And, uh, he's like, no, man, you don't have to do this. Me and you, we can walk out of this door right now. I'll hold your hand if it makes it easier for you. And he gave me his story about how he's never worked for anybody. And that thing stuck with me for about three weeks. I closed on that deal, uh, you know, uh, a week later. Three weeks after that, literally, I quit my job because what he was saying to me really, really stuck with me. So, um, but boom, boom, boom. I found out at that point I could get properties under contract, you know, at a fair price, mm -hmm. not necessarily at a deep discount, but mm -hmm. at a fair price. Mm -hmm. And I could find someone, you know, who I could have other people bring their buyers to me. I could have realtors bring their buyers to me. Right. I could have under, other investors bring their buyers to me because the hardest part about this business, like I said, is finding the good deal. So as long as I had the gold, right, I was going to attract all the jewelers I need to help me make that gold into something special. You know what I'm saying? Correct, correct, correct. Wow. 
So that's yeah. so that's what led you to doing between 100 and 150 assignments. Oh yeah, it's having people help me. <laughs> that, okay, that's you. really that's how you do a lot of deals because you can't do it all by yourself. Right. You know that, Absolutely. and that that's what causes you know that's where a lot of people is going wrong. They're so worried about sharing information to keep it all to themselves. Um, right. They you know they for you know they forget you know it, it's you know the Bible says it takes two. You know so what I mean. So thanks. You know what I mean, and thanks, um, thanks. and literally that's how I've been able to uh, that's how I've been able to do ten or you know to twelve deals every month consistently is by mm -hmm. having a small niche group of people around me mm -hmm. uh, that I can teach how to do it. They'll bring me deals and we'll all make money together. So. Wow, got you. So a family eats together and everybody benefits together. Heck yeah. So, Heck so yeah. now now, now it's, it's, let's segue into the the rentals. You own twenty two rentals within a three year period, right? Yep. So now, and again, I don't want to dive too much into your business. I'm going to have you we say can. it. Yeah, we can. Um, so rent to one all the way to rent to 22. Is that the same thing? Because you mentioned team. Is that a team effort or is that you or is another partner? Or how does that, how does that look like? What does that look all right. Like? So let's, I'll let, I love this. Look, okay. So um, it's good and bad along the way. Okay? okay. Good and bad along the way. Mm -hmm. um, you definitely learn a lot as the, as the, as the time goes on. Okay. So now my first two, I picked up via lease option from Mr. Cox. Okay. okay. Mr. Cox from my church. He told me how to sell okay. paper. Mm -hmm. And I told him I was looking for a property. He says, yo, I got two. And um, um, so I didn't negotiate these the best way because I was really just getting started. So he was I learning. Got these. He's going yep. through the learning stage. We all go through it. But go ahead. Yeah, ex exactly. So I got those on lease option. One, I, one I'll put fifteen grand down. The other, I'll put three grand down, okay. and I got them at a fair price. And I was able to uh, refinance those out um, just last year. Okay. Oh, wow. So okay. those turn. So those are still the same. Well, one has the same tenant in it that worked out well. The other um, over on McConnell. Um, I've had three tenants in it, but it cash flows great. Um, now the one, now I have seven of them um, with one partner, with with one partner. Okay, okay. he's out of Texas, mm -hmm. and the way our partnership is set up is um, it's through an LLC. Okay. So, um, so his problem is he doesn't have time to do this. He doesn't have time to find deals, which that's a lot of people's problems. Correct. And um, but he has money, so he doesn't necessarily need it right now. So right. we didn't do a lending or note or anything like that. What he said was, you find the deal that gets my money um, a 20% return and anything over 20% return, that's yours. And we split rent 50-50, okay. okay? We split ownership 50-50 through the LLC. We split rent 50-50. Um, honestly, Sawan, I don't need any money. So if you need to, I can just leave all the money in the account so it grows. And anytime you have a deal, you can just use the account to buy. So that's our relationship. That's and great. we own seven properties, um, uh, four of them subject to, okay. meaning uh, we found a distressed homeowner where we helped them catch up their mortgage payments, save their credit, stop foreclosure, and, catch, um, and, uh, you know, and literally take over the debt. Okay? Mm -hmm. uh, deed changes to us, debt uh, stays in their name, and we're able to, to leverage that. And then we have three that we just paid cash for, um, a townhome, um, and two title issue deals that um, that are crazy have crazy profits on them. But um, but yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Quick, yeah. <laughs> question uh, here. I want to ask. You, I want to back it up a little bit. Okay. Um, you said you have uh, the subject too, right? Whereas though you know they they they're in 
default, but you saved them and and still, but the title is not in your name. Is that correct, or is it? No, 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 no. The title is in our name. Not yeah. title is in your name. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay yeah. So what happens? So what happens on a subject two? Or if you look at a HUD, um, there's a line on the right side of it, line 503, mm -hmm. that says um, loans taking existing subject two. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so the warranty deed, which is the owner, and the deed of trust, which is the mortgage company, are two pieces of paper. Right. So essentially, in order to take ownership, you don't have to change this deed of trust, that second piece of paper. You see? So we put the, so the, the seller sells us the property, and on the HUD, they sell us, leaving that mortgage in place, right? So they deed it over to a, a trust. We create a trust, and we own, the, and our LLC owns that trust. Mm. Okay. So we own the property, right? So even though the seller still has the debt in their name, mm -hmm. it's our property. So in order for us to keep the property, we must pay, pay. that debt until it's paid off. Okay. So and, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And and literally and literally that's how they go. We so we've done um, flips that way. We've done you know rehabs wow. to sell that way. Mm -hmm. um, we've done rentals that way. Um, you know we've honestly done a bunch of exit strategies. I'm using what? using sub two, and I have and I, honestly I have uh, I have uh, I have fourteen of those total, but just four with that particular partner. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. and the fact that what I what I, the, the the good nuggets I'm getting out of that is that you developed a great partnership, whereas though the partnership says, okay, I want to make a little bit of money, I don't got to make a lot of money, so you benefit from anything extra, and at the same time you have a piggy bank so to speak when you see a deal you can move quickly yes yeah <laughs> and yep. how and how did you you don't got to get specific but how did you yep. develop that partnership and develop that partnership okay Since i am gonna get Texas. I, i'm gonna get super i'm gonna get super specific okay um uh, because honestly having the knowledge is like is, is everything exactly. okay so okay. the way you want to find private money partners um number one is you need some type of success you need some type of credibility you can't just you know have no experience and um no drive no energy and not right. that doesn't doesn't work like that you need to have right. an a you know have an a report card mm -hmm. okay so the way i found this particular guy is remember i like assignments so that means i get the property on a contract i assign it to my buyer most investors buyers have another investor that's funding them the deal that's funding mm -hmm. them the money mm -hmm. okay because money only goes so far. Most people use leverage. It's one of the benefits of real estate. So if you look at the HUD, very simple, there's the seller, there's the buyer, and then there's the guarantor. Mm. Very simple. So every HUD on your assignment agreement, you should have a clause in there that tells the attorney, um, even though I'm giving up my rights to the property, I need to stay involved in the whole transaction. So if you have a title issue, let me know. If you, um, whenever the docs are ready, let me know so I can review them. Um, and, um, and also I must have my own copy. So every time somebody closes and they use private money, I simply look at their grant guarantor. I skip trace the guarantor, meaning find their phone number. Okay. And then I say, Hey, Mr. Private money guy, thank you for funding that deal for John. I really appreciate it. He's one of my best guys. I love him. Mm -hmm. If you ever need anything, you let me know. Okay. He got my number. I got his number. And then I just start to cultivate. Okay, I start to cultivate. I say, hey, Mr. John, look, yo, I, um, I instead of selling this house to John, I picked this house up myself. I fixed it up. Look at this house right here. Oh, you look at that. You did a good job with that. Yeah, man. 
you know, can I shoot you any opportunities that I have where you might get a 14% interest, uh, you know, on your, on your, on your return backed by deed of trust. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I mean, John, we're doing a lot of deals, but you know, definitely send them over. And that's exactly how I found my partner. Okay. Um, uh, but it comes through follow-up. I mean, that was like a, you know, um, you know, Kendall came from like a year follow-up, sending wow. him deals consistently. Okay. okay. Oh, another guy, um, I don't want to jump too far ahead of us, okay. but another way to find good partnerships um, is whenever I'm selling my deals, I have, it's all marketing. Okay. I have a, a disposition site where I sell my properties at. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's triaddiscounthomes.com. Gotcha. And whenever someone wants to see my inventory, they have to give me their phone number, their name, and their criteria mm -hmm. of what they'll, you know, what they want to buy. And one of the questions that I put on there is, um, would you consider lending? Yes or no. So of course I've been doing this for three years now. So mm -hmm. I have, you know, I have like 20,000 people, 30,000 people on this list. So anytime I want to look for private money, I just simply separate, I separate this list. Anybody that said yes, Correct. I'll send them text messages or call them and say, Hey, look, I got this opportunity. You said you might be interested. Call me if you're interested, you know? And, um, you know, and, and that's, you, you cultivate relationships. That's because that's really all it is. It's just cultivating relationships and being able to stay in front of them long enough, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. for them to finally realize you're the real deal and you're worth uh, taking a chance on, you know, because mm -hmm. they're really taking a, a big chance. Correct. Big chance correct, correct. So, and, well, and the thing is, you said, I think what gives them insurance is one is about your credibility. Yeah. Two was about you was able to show them, hey, from A to Z, this is what I'm able to do. And the fact that it's backed by D to trust, right? Yeah. So it gives All them of definitely like, okay, worst case scenario, I can always foreclose, get my property back. Right? Exactly. 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 Honestly, in, uh, in my promissory note, I make it even easier than that. Um, I give them a COT. So if I don't pay them after 90 days, they don't even have to foreclose. We just sign a, um, you know, a, a, a rights waiver and they literally, I quick claim the deed, you know, quick claim deed the house back to them wow. if there's ever a problem, um, you know, but you know, but as a real estate investor, what I tell all of my investors who invest with me, brother, I'm smart doing this. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not buying, I'm not over leveraging the money that you're giving me. Correct. Honestly, I could sell this house right now as is and make money, you know, and that's the type of, situation you want to set up, your, set up yourself in because imagine you doing deals with these people for years and years imagine how much money you're making them and how many properties you can accumulate and the name that you'll have after doing this thing for five you know 10 15 mm. 20 years uh and what you'll be able to accumulate so that's you know i'm, I'm in it for the long game you know i'm, that's it. I'm that's not it. in it for the right now that's it know? that's it so now yeah. let, let, let the audience know you, you know every time we Anybody gives us acronyms, we always got to break it down. You said CLT. Yeah. What is that? Um, honestly, I don't even know what it means exactly. Okay, okay. my yeah, attorney, my attorney, my attorney you. uses it. Yeah, my attorney okay. uses it. Okay. Uh, what okay. I know about it is they don't. It pretty much waives my right to um, um, uh, to the property, so they don't have to file foreclosure. Because you know that mm -hmm. foreclosure process, you know they have to go down to the courts and do a right. notice of default and, okay. and things like that. It literally waives my right to say, you know. I, I pretty much waive all of my rights to the property um, after that 90 day mark. And mm. I can't do anything, you know, as far as ownership goes, uh, I can't sell it or anything. All I could do is just quick claim deed it back to him. Okay. So, um, so automatically reverts back to them. 
it automatically reverts back to them. Yes, sir. Yes, and sir. the attorney who did the closing, they know after 90 days, I got to record it back in the other person's name. They would know that. Exactly. 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 Okay. Exactly. Wow. That's it. You know, I you, you taught me something I didn't even know about. Yeah. That. Wow. And, and it's it's really it's really for a trust factor thing. You know, because okay. I mean, Correct. imagine you know, I'm a 30 year old guy and 50 year old man. He's never heard of this, and he's giving me you know, mm. I just bought six. He giving me 181 thousand dollars to mm. to do this deal. Um, it makes them feel comfortable doing the Correct. deal with you, knowing there's some little nuances. Um, that makes it easier for them because they don't have all this knowledge. Correct. Okay. Correct. They don't have, that's why they're giving you the money. Mm -hmm. So if you put those little nuances in there like that, it really makes them feel comfortable uh, with doing the process. With Correct. You're so, securing yourself yeah. all the way around. Yeah. Now let's walk us through a, a flip. You said, how many flips have you done? Hope you liked that great episode. There's always a part two. Tune in next week for the part two segment.